Welcome to the Alliance Experience Podcast, a real estate podcast talking all things property management with a side of banter. Your hosts are Sam Riley and myself, Kelly Johnson. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Alliance Experience and we are on episode eight. That feels like it's gone quick. I know. Eight Crazy. episodes. We hope everyone's liking them. Look, uh, surely that people are getting some takeaways from some of them. You would hope so. Yeah, like I know that there is a lot of us rambling, but it's. I think it's just interesting. And I think that's what podcasting is, people rambling. Yeah, so. and I feel like if you're not in the industry, then you're learning something new. And if you are, then hopefully also potentially learning something new or looking at things slightly differently. Absolutely. I think it's good. Yeah. So episode eight, we're going to do rent. Essentially just all about rents. I think right now in this market, I think rent's a big thing. You know, obviously rent's going up. Rent is the hottest Advertising prices. So I think it probably just seems fitting to do, I guess, a podcast on rent. We don't really have, I guess, a flow on how it's going to go, but we just kind of wanted to talk about probably the biggest thing in real estate right now. Everyone that I'm speaking to, whether it be personally or professionally, is talking about rents, whether it's people that they hear their friends getting rent increases or they see a property on the market that is stupidly high. Yeah. Rent is the biggest topic. Yeah. So I think we can start there with the market and I guess maybe the pricing is you're the one out there at the moment, Cal, getting all our new clients, dealing with all the new business. How are you finding the rents? Or expectations on rents is probably a better question. As you know, we have our meetings in Fridays. Yeah. Every Friday we have a property management meeting and the girls, I have to do like a wrap-up of the week and what's been happening. And I sit in those meetings now and actually say I have no <laughs> idea how to price property. Yeah, it's really hard. Like it's so challenging. Well, back in the day, you know, you'd like – before I go to an appraisal, I obviously yeah. get an appraisal pack ready. Yeah. So I look at what's currently on the market in the area that I'm going to. And then I look at what's recently leased. So yeah. that's, you know, so I go there and I have a bit of an idea in mind. But when I'm appraising, I always say to a client, have you got an expectation? Like, yeah. obviously, you're looking to rent your house out. So you've had a look around. Do you have any idea as to what you want to achieve? And they'll go, oh, two ways. They'll go, oh, what do you think? That's why you're here. Or they'll tell me some ridiculous ridiculous figure yeah. because they think their house is far superior than the house down the <laughs> road that's on at 700. So of they're course. thinking theirs is 900. Yeah. And I find in these days you can't argue with people because, no. you know, obviously people know and think what they think about their property. Of course. So I'll just say to people, look, we can try. I'll return to them and say this is the figure I believe. So I just had an appraisal today. The owner wants 750. Yeah. And I, in my head, was thinking six to six fifty. Okay, wow. So huge gap, I guess, between people's expectations and where you're feeling it sits in the market right now. And I'm, you know me, like I'm quite blunt. Yeah. And I'll go, look, I'm not going to be the agent that's going to come and tell you what you want to hear. Yep. Because I don't want to turn around and look like a dick. Yeah. When it doesn't get that figure, of course. But we will try. So <laughs> it's it's probably more work for our girls. But I'm a big believer of do the first home open at the owner's price. Yeah. If it doesn't rent, reduce it. Okay. But then in saying that, <laughs> they're renting. Some of them, yeah, look, it, oh, yeah, I, I've got no words because I just, it's so crazy right now how it's going. And, look, I'm not saying that, you know, rents shouldn't be going up or anything like that because obviously it goes in waves. We're Absolutely. very aware of that. But just with everything happening right now, you can really um, sympathise if you're a tenant looking. I think it's like just what you get for your money and you can't compare it to mortgages because obviously of if you're course. renting, you're renting. Yep. 
But a standard four by two, say Alchemos. Yeah. Back in the day would be what, 450? I would have thought so. Yeah. Well, my place in Alchemos got as low as 360. That was a four by two. So, like a top of the Wazza in Alchemos, maybe 500. Yeah. They're going for like seven now. That's nuts to think about. And we're getting multiple applications. So, it's not just one person, it's multiple <sighs> applications for a four by two. Yes, you know, great location, good schools, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. And that is a big, big jump. And then I was looking in um, the Facebook group, one of the property managers' Facebook yeah. group last night, and somebody was complaining that they had a $150 rent increase in Marawa. Yeah. So they were paying three. Okay. And it went to four fifty. Okay. And she wanted to dispute it. Yeah. So, you know me, I looked at the comments. <laughs> of and course. everybody was saying, don't dispute it. That's still really cheap for yeah. a house in Marawa. Like you don't understand if you look at anything else, that um, suburb mediums, like $500. But like, if you were renting that house at three hundred dollars mm. to four fifty, you can understand why she's Whoa. worried. Yeah, like who is getting an extra one hundred and fifty dollars in her pay? No one. I'd love to. But yeah, no. oh, well, look, we all would. <laughs> but like, if you if you're putting it in that perspective, like it is. Like I, I know when I was well, I am still renting, but previously when my rent was going up, it was going up twenty to thirty dollars a week, and I was terrified. I was rebudgeting. I was going through all my pay, trying to figure out what I needed to do to see what I could sustain. And that was 20 to $30 a week. And it's like the less, you don't know what's worse, trying to find a new rental at a higher <laughs> price or staying where you are and having the rent increase because it's bad on yeah. both ends. But then if wow. people can't buy, this is why I think rent is such a hot topic to talk about because yeah. nobody knows the answer because nobody knows what to do. Of course. And and I don't know if the announcement's come out, but was there another interest rate rise today? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's announced 12.30, 12, 12.30. Yeah, because I feel like that will be another factor in terms of, like you said, no one knows what to do. No one know, no one knows what's happening. So people that do have mortgages, I'm one of them, is rates going up. That's just, for an investor, I guess, it's just the same stress. Is the mortgages going up? They're trying to budget. They're trying to figure out where they're going to get the extra money from. If they can, they're on charging some of it to the tenant if it's fair in this market. You know, mm -hmm. we don't have any... Um, investors really being unreasonable, I don't think, because they're very, I guess, sympathetic to the course they as are, well. Yeah, and they know it um, swings around. But same us. thing, you just don't know what's going to happen. I wonder if people are asking for pay rises. Like, I, I feel know, like you would have to to an extent like because where else topic. are you getting that money? Well, that's what I wonder. Like it is off topic to an extent. Yeah, but, which we knew was going to happen in this podcast. But I just wonder, like, if your rent is getting increased 150 dollars a week, where are you taking that money because from? Because everyday living has already gone up. Of course. Food, well, groceries, yeah. we know that. So what like what do people do? And then she's mm. not going to go and find a house probably cheaper, cheaper than four fifty, let's no, be honest. So Yeah, that's a hard one, isn't it? But I also don't think that landlords are being unreasonable. Which is gonna be like No, and I, I look I don't disagree. Look, this obviously everything we say, there's always um an exception to the rule. Of, of course. course. But in our office, we find that most of them are being you know, somewhat reasonable and listening to our opinion mm -hmm. and saying, look, you know, this is the market. This is what you could achieve. We're thinking, you know, these tenants are being fantastic. Let's try for this. And most of them are going along with that. I think as well, like when you're looking at rent reviews with like existing tenants, it's reminding the landlord there's costs involved if the yeah. tenant vacates. And of then course. if you get a tenant, and this is what I said to this client today, you might get that $700. You might have one person that applies at $700. Great. And yeah. They might not be anywhere near as good of a tenant as a 650. Yeah, of Like obviously they might not be a bad tenant, but your 650 tenant might be just exceptional. Yeah. And in the scheme of things, is it really money related? So then obviously he became more reasonable. But I just really find it interesting how owners and people 
are doing their own comparisons and being the expert on pricing but we're in it firsthand. Like and we're still I, struggling. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I find really interesting. I struggle to price, but then I yep. talk to this landlord who would quite swear easily black and white. Yeah. His house is worth seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, it is funny. I guess information. There's a lot of information out there, but like you said, you've kind of got to feel feed through it. I don't yeah, know if that's shift the, through it. Yeah, that's probably a better word. Um, and kind of get, like you said before, CMAs historically used to be easy. Mm. You'd go, here's you know, ten houses that rent that are very similar in a great area. And in probably a really close bracket. Yep, all like <laughs> now probably. you're finding those same properties that are renting nearly two hundred dollars a week part in the same area, and you're like, how do you pinpoint exactly where your property should fall within that gap? Because I believe the current market is determined by tenants' desperation. Yeah, and which is is sad in one way because, like you said, is those it, it is pushing rents out and is creating an unrealistic, yeah, unrealistic, yeah, expectation for some people. And you think like these people that are buying investments or have investments that are getting this rent at the moment, what happens when the market shifts? Yeah. And it goes back to reality. And I know like everything's relative in timing. Of course. But like if you're buying a house basing on getting $700 a week and yeah. then we go back to reality and it's a four fifty five hundred dollars a week rental, what happens then? But I guess Look, we've probably been through that. So it's yeah, yeah, it is that cycle, isn't it? But even like you, if I think about, you know, my personal experience of having an investment, if my rent goes down, even $50 to $100 is I need to make that up for my mortgage. So like even a small decrease in rent for me would be, and I, I'm sure most investors would be similar, would be hard. So if it is, you know, obviously it'll take some time, but if it does go back quite considerably and the interest rates continue to go up, it is going to be a hard one to sustain. But don't you think like, so you were talking landlord then, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. Yep. So if me your rent was decreased and then you had to make that up, where why aren't landlords remembering that now when they're doing increases? That's mm. that's what annoys me because it's like yeah. if you've got a good tenant and, yes, your house is worth more, but your tenant's great. They've been there yeah. for years. Why are you doing such massive increases just because the market is? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it depends on the investor, doesn't it, and the person itself. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of factors. So it is. It's a very interesting one that we could continue talking about forever. But let's kind of narrow it back to a few, I guess, specifics in t- terms of rent. So yep. we we touched on the CMA obviously being something that's a little bit harder to do in this market. Which is a current market analysis for those oh, playing so, at home. So sorry. I do forget that sometimes. <laughs> so I looked at the real figures this morning in yes. terms of median rent and I'm pretty sure it was as of last week and they said it's gone up to 550 crazy That's to think huge. that that is currently the median rent like 550 let's just say you're a single uh, me i'm a single person 550 out of my wage insanely expensive well 1100 fortnight we get yeah. paid fortnightly you look at that fortnightly yeah. that's huge yeah you crazy know. to think that that's where we're sitting so i guess relatively relative to that what how much is too much in terms of a rent increase do you think there is Maybe a ballpark that is too much or I guess there's no restrictions. Obviously, there's no legislation, le- legislative restrictions. Jeez, I'm not doing too well today. Um, but how much is too much in your opinion? So I, old school me, because yeah. obviously we've done this forever, I am like a $10, $20 an increase girl. Okay. But interesting. I think in the current market, yeah. now I have to, you know, put my current of head course. on because the rents are so different to what the properties would get if they went to market. Yeah. From talking to people and seeing, I think realistically on average now, it's a forty to sixty dollar a week. Yeah. So like I think that's probably pretty I would, accurate don't in our wrong, office. I would be annoyed, but I think 
if I got a $50 a week increase in the current climate, current market, yeah. I would have expected that yeah. because I think okay. realistically when you're looking at it, that's $200 a month, say, that's probably not what mortgage has gone up. But I think the owner feels like they're winning because they're getting an extra yeah. $200 a month. Is that what like that? Yeah, look, I think that's on average probably in our office that's where we'd be sitting. Okay. Most leases we're doing at the moment do have increases, which is to be expected, obviously. We we don't have a huge amount that are unreasonably and by unreasonable I say over a hundred dollars a week personally. Okay, yeah, fair. That's that's what I would classify as like a real stretch to any person. Um, but yeah, most of ours fall under that. Some of the the high end properties, obviously, a little bit. A little different. bit more than that because yeah. they're obviously in that different category. But, yeah, I think under 100, anywhere between 50 and $100 probably where we're sitting at the minute. But what you touched on just then, which mm. I will argue to the cows come home, <laughs> I don't believe you should put a rent increase in a 12-month lease. Yes. Okay, so let's go to that then. <laughs> rent reviews. Yes. I Look, I don't know which way I fall on this one. Okay. As a tenant, I can definitely, I would hate it, and I have argued it before as a tenant, me and pain in the ass. <laughs> Tenant, sorry for anyone that I rent through again. <laughs> but as an owner, I can see the benefit to me. I still wouldn't do it, me okay. personally, to someone knowing how I felt as a tenant. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why people in this market would. So when I sign properties up, because yep. obviously that's my job, I will tell an owner point blank. Yeah. I What rent you get at the moment <laughs> is what the rent will be. Okay. So like I've said it to the girls briefly. I probably yeah. need to drill it in a bit more. But I'm very black and white in saying that they're signing a 12-month contract and yeah. that is the rent. For the 12 months. And like I just – and like when I say it to the owner like that, obviously I'm more salesy and a bit more like – Of course, yeah. Pizzazz, but the owner gets it because the owner will reply and be like, yep, I would be the same if I'm signing – like they'll go, oh, so my fees don't get increased. No, cool, same. Everyone's on the same page. I think yeah. when you sell it and say it very black and white like that, it's fair. Yeah, I, think I can it's see the that. Other ones that have probably rents that are lower, and they've been lower yeah. for a long time, that, that want to slowly creep it up. Yeah. So that's why now I'm making a real point of saying this is the rent for 12 months. I don't. I tell the girls not to put a rent increase, and I've had that conversation with you, and then hopefully mm-hmm. the girls reiterate it. Yeah. But I'm very big on your contract should stay the yeah. same. Funny. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep on that slightly because obviously um, I don't know if I'm pretty sure we've mentioned a podcast. We obviously did an acquisition at the end of last year, bought on, you know, a couple hundred properties and those, that agency did do rent reviews automatically within every single lease. So obviously we've taken on those clients and we've kept that in place because, you know, we wouldn't do want to make another huge change for them. So interesting enough, some of those clients have been happy to take it out, but a lot of them have just been so used to that being the way that it's done that are wanting to keep it in. And that rent review is up to 10%. See, that's huge. Yeah. If that's eight, $800 rate property, that's $80. It, it's nuts when yeah, you think nuts. about it. So it is funny. So that's only, you know, that's not all of our portfolio. No. It's only a small portion. Um, But those owners, yeah, they, they want it. They're used to it. So we have obviously kept of it. Of course, yeah. But you can understand, I guess, if you're a tenant and you're trying to budget for a 12-month period, you've got a lease that lasts 12 months. But then you've also got to consider that in six months that might go up to an amount. Obviously, there's a maximum, but you don't actually know. So I, how do you budget for that? So I think you just budget for the maximum but hope that they don't do it. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, no, look. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a good one to talk about because I know some agencies that do rent reviews religiously and will not do a lease without one. Well, I guess and for I know, an agency, it increases yeah, your face. It does, bonus. Um, and I know others that have the same opinion you do, that if it's a fixed contract for a period of time that there's no increase written into it. I just think in so many cases people forget to put themselves in that position. And when you say it to somebody like, you know, 
like I do now when I meet new clients and I'm very black and white with stuff, mm-hmm. I just say, well, you always say, you know, like if people go, oh, do the fees get reviewed, what happens? Yeah. No. So yeah. why should we be doing it to the tenant? Yeah, okay. And admittedly. Good, good perspective actually. Well, at the moment they're also getting stupidly high rents. Yes. So if you're not happy with the rent you're getting now and you want to increase it, you're never going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll, yeah, it's a good way. It's funny when you see all different ways of looking at it, don't And like people's opinion like I feel very passionately about that so like I could argue that for some time but I know like other people would be like oh well they have the right to don't worry about it when I signed my lease I made sure there was no rent review in it yeah so you were like me yep I was like no like I'm signing this for this no yeah and like I said you can understand that and I guess it's just look we've probably got the luxury that we are in the industry so we know a little bit more around rent increases I do find um that sometimes tenants out there don't understand, I guess, in a way what they're signing. Yep. And I do feel sorry for some of the tenants that have maybe signed something without fully understanding what that meant for them. People never read leases properly. Look, I didn't read mine. Yeah, but Like I should. signed one and it was the wrong date and I didn't even notice. As a tenant, I, and, and I'm the worst person, I should have known. A hundred percent. But I was just lucky that it was the date that was wrong and not the rent. Yeah. But I think that comes back to tenants. Like, and this is ten to, directed to the tenants. If you see something in your lease you don't like, just ask. Yeah. Because like when I was a property manager, I'd have a tenant, like if there was a rent review because the owner had requested it, ask for it to be removed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you've got the option. So the owner, well, it's leased, you know, yeah. you, they can pull out, we can advertise it again, go through that process, or we can just take it out. Yeah. So I think that tenants need to feel comfortable and confident to be able to ask and it should be receptive. Like the property manager should be able to have that conversation with the owner if it's a really good tenant. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Owners want their rent paid, but they want the house maintained. Of course they do. So yeah. They want to minimise that risk as much as possible. And if it comes down to, I reckon, realistically, $50 a week, an owner will, I believe, choose a better tenant. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Is okay. Most owners want as little headache as possible. Obviously, that's why they engage an agent. That's why they have us to try and min- minimise the risk. So you're right. They want... The, probably the least amount of wear on their property, yep. least amount of damage on their property, while also getting a reasonable rent. Yeah, and getting it paid. Like as yep. long as it's paid in, then, yeah, that's what I believe. But, yeah. you know. So that goes on to the rights as a tenant. So you kind of touched on, obviously, the tenant making sure they're aware of, you know, I guess the rent, the increase, the reviews. Understanding the lease. <laughs> Do, understanding the lease as a general, yeah. Do they have, oh, I guess, in terms of their rights, can they argue a rent increase? I guess they can to an extent. Oh, absolutely. This is what I was seeing in this um, Facebook group last night. Somebody was saying, oh, you can apply to the magistrate court if you believe, oh, wow. okay. which I didn't know. Uh, to be fair, I actually didn't know that either. I was reading it, it going, sense. they believe if it's unfair and unjustified. Which and then I think there is wording in the act that would state that you need to But prove. then you were reading the comments being yeah, like, wow. it's an annoyingly huge increase, but it's well justified in the current yeah. market. So I think... It's not that tenants don't have rights. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. But I just think that a tenant needs to be educated so they need to have the information. If they don't know, they need to ask. And I feel like that also comes back to your CMA because obviously you do have to do one of those Mm -hmm. with every rent review, every lease renewal if you're increasing the rent. So and because that will be your proof if the rent is justified um, as to what happens next. And look, I personally... I wouldn't have an issue supplying a tenant with a copy of a CMA I've done. I don't see why you wouldn't. Like, and especially like if they're concerned. But they might not know to ask. Of course. I and that's, that's the what information it comes down part, to. isn't it? Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, I wouldn't, it's information that's out there. I There's no reason to hold it back from a tenant. But then 
as long as there's open communication, like we've always touched on it yeah. in every podcast, as long as the tenant or the property manager or the owner feels comfortable in talking about it, then it should be easy to discuss and the tenant feels comfortable and they feel like they're not getting the raw end of the stick because I know if I was getting my rent increased $150 a week, even if it was going to market value, I'd still feel <laughs> pretty pissed off. Yeah, fair. Okay, so rent increases then. How frequently we can, in terms of actual legislation, how frequently can we do them? Every six months. If well it's done. <laughs> I haven't been a property manager know, for that's so why I lost. <laughs> that made me so nervous. Oh, I, was like, I could see by your face as soon as I started oh, asking the question. I was Love like, that. why? Six monthly. Yes. With 60 days notice before the increase takes place. Correct. Cool. Look go, at you go. So, yes, every six months. I know that's under review, so I'd be really interested to see how that comes out. I reckon. Under the RTA review, which at this point we haven't heard too much more about, but I'd be interested to see if that changes. Yeah, I reckon it's going to change. I agree. I reckon it's going to be 12 months later. Yeah, yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. But at the moment you're right, every six months. And the notice period, you again, very right. So 60 days notice is, um, is the form you would send, yeah. And then just thinking, and this is something that I've – for some unknown reason, I feel like in the last six months, this has been a question that we have gotten over and over and over again. And it's legislation that's been in place for, I'm going to I'm gonna say seven years. It's probably give or take that. I'm really looking forward as to where you're going with this. But the lease renewal, how you can't increase it within the first 30 days of the new fixed term lease. Oh, but that's old news. I know. And for some reason, in the last six months, we have had so many tenants and so many owners come back and question us on it. It's because it's such massive increases. And I think you're right because their owners, for one, they're wanting the increase straight away and they're like, why isn't it happening? And we're like, oh, well, we've gone through this for years and years, but here is the reason Information, again. yeah. And then from the tenant's point of view, they're looking at the lease and they're not seeing that that clause is in there. Yeah. And they're like, our lease doesn't, our rent shouldn't start straight away. We've got the 30-day yeah. period and I'm like no yeah you do it's in there and you're referring it's just so common right now that people are coming it, back and questioning it I think because then increases are so big that people are so conscious about money yeah that that's why like I know owners are probably wanting the money straight away which is why they're noticing it yeah but um yeah wow yeah I know. so to explain that just for the people yeah so if you are signing a fiction let's go you're a tenant mm-hmm. you're you've just organized a new lease with your property manager and they've sent you the paperwork that lease, there is a provision now that you can't increase the rent within the first 30 days of that lease. So lease starts on the 1st of April? Yeah. When does my rent get increased? So in theory, give or take 1st of May. Okay. Yeah. So that first 30 days needs to be at the old rent mm-hmm. and then 30 days after your new rent would start. Got, but then the owner would be going, why don't I get rent? From the 1st of April when technically when my lease starts. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And like I said, that's been an in play for, for a long time. But you're right. I think it is something to do now with the owners wanting more rent straight away and the tenants not wanting to pay the higher rent straight away. It just seems to be a really common question. Well, I guess people never pay attention until it comes to money. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, actually. I know that sounds really bad, but I find so many people don't pay attention to paperwork or information until it comes to dollar money. Yeah. Yeah, and and I guess that way, especially with like so the increases at the moment in their budget, it's every dollar counts right now. A hundred percent. Okay, so then why why and this is an open ended question. No one has the answer to this, but like, why are we here? Like, why is the market doing what it's doing? In your opinion, why are the rents going up so high? Does it have you know? Is it a roll on effect from COVID when we had rent freezes? It's just you supply know, and demand. Yeah. 
Like to keep it simple, everyone's got a crystal yeah. ball. It's supply and demand. There's not enough rentals and there's too many people. Whether they're coming <laughs> to Perth for work, whether they're coming to Perth because they like Perth, yeah. there's too many people. Owners are selling. Look at me. My house is on the market. I didn't yes. want to be getting another rental but I need to and I can't yeah. find one I like because I'm a snob. <laughs> so it's just not enough properties for the number of people. Yeah, it's and funny. I-, I was just talking to one of the reps earlier today Um because I was whinging that we weren't getting enough leads from them. We are getting none, yeah. by the way. And they were saying it was because they are just not seeing the investors. Mm, which is fair. Yeah. And I guess if you're looking to buy a property at the moment, yes, the rents are high, which is great, but you also need to take account that interest rate and the possible change. So I guess it is definitely a factor right now. And I think people are smart. People that do look to buy investments realistically know that these high rents aren't going to last forever. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I, I do think gonna... that's that's taking into consideration. Crystal ball, how long do you think you, you knew that question was coming? I, I would love to know the answer to that. Like, wow. I just, I, my old opinion, so towards the end of last year, I was one of those people that thought that it would maybe stabilise by mid this you year. Did. And I And I was very open about that. Obviously, it's my opinion, so I knew that, you know, anything can happen. But in my head, I had first few months of the year, always quite busy, you know, influx of tenants. But I just didn't realise that the supply would be still so little. There's like obviously we're getting new management and stuff and like I've said, no one's ready yet. Yeah. But there's still not a lot coming on. Like I'm obviously checking daily and seeing and other than the listings that we have within our office, it doesn't look like there's a lot of new properties coming to the market for rent. No, I don't think that there is. Like I, I think I had a look yesterday because I was doing the end of month figures and we have a lot of vacancies. Mm. Oh, well, I should say a lot of vacated tenants that aren't going back on the market that they're selling. And then obviously, so pretty much right now, the main ones we're advertising are the ones that you're bringing into the yeah. business. People that te- are wanting to rent out. Well, no one's realistically reason. vacating their rental to move into another rental. No, <laughs> no, that's true. So they're vacating because the property is being sold or, or the owner's bought. moving back in or they've bought. Yeah, yeah, that's quite common at the minute. And then the owner sells. Yeah. It's a very hard market. I find mm. this mar- and obviously then in turn, because the rents are so much higher, people are harder on fees. I find yeah, that people okay. push your fees more. And look, fair enough, because realistically, a house that would have got me four fifty three years ago, or four years ago, was now getting me seven. Yeah. It is relative and fee related, but I'm not I obviously am very passionate about our fee worth. But then the owner's like, well, I know it's getting a lot more. Why are the fees still so high? So that's mm. also an issue. Yeah, it's funny. It's just all a vicious cycle, isn't it? It's, yeah, I feel like we're chasing our tail to a degree. Yeah. And then imagine when um, the rents start coming back down and then they're getting less rent per week and they're like, we're getting less rent. Can you decrease your management fee? I think it's going to be so interesting to watch owners with rent reductions because, like, I feel like in my career, and you'd probably be the same, Yeah. so over 15 years I haven't really experienced a massive rent reduction period. No, I think there was probably, and I don't I know the year off the top of my head, but there was that time there that you were doing more rent reductions than I guess probably that you would like, but it wasn't significantly reduced. And this is why I think it's going to be interesting because I feel like it's going to be significant because it will be the knock-on effect. Houses will come on the market at the realistic rents again. Yeah, People will see it. They will want to decrease. The owner will want to keep the good tenants. Like it's going to – Of course. I think that's going to be very interesting for income, for business income, for everything. Very true, especially if you're relying on the income you're getting now because obviously market changes. And you're budgeting on that. Yeah, wow. So I think that rent – like we can't predict anything. No. 
but no, it is course. a very hot topic. Yeah. And there's no real explanation. Yeah. Which is why we, I guess, today wanted to have a bit of a chat about it. Like I know that most of this podcast today is kind of being about our experience and our opinion and and there isn't any, I guess, concrete answers. I guess no one can give you that. But we just felt like maybe it was a good one to talk about in terms of I just how we're finding it right now. Well, I think people forget that like we hear people like we hear you we see you because <laughs> you know I feel like tenants that sometimes think you know property managers are the big bad wolves and doing this no we are agreeing with you and yeah. seeing it we don't like doing yeah and, and on both sides you know you know we're, we're sympathizing for both owners and tenants because we're seeing tenants rent increase we're seeing owners mortgage increase we're really trying to just be that middleman that kind of keeps everyone as happy as possible in what is honestly a challenging market it is and i think owners know that like good people they know that we're yeah. trying our best but yeah it's real <laughs> i just feel really bad for so many people i know it's crazy it's going to be an interesting year i think well what are we now we're april yeah yeah so we've done a first wow. quarter i forgot the two seconds we were in april. it's easter on friday wow so we've done the first quarter and yeah. I don't think rents have slowed down at all. I do think, like we've touched on before, application quality is dropping, so there's not yeah. as many amazing things. Yeah, I there. would agree with that very much. But rents are still high. Yeah. And you like some properties are still getting huge numbers through the doors. And at crazy rents. I'll put yeah. a price on it, do it for the owner, and then there's like what, twenty two people through a pro house in Carumba? I know. Yeah, that well, yeah. Yeah. That one was crazy. And then she got over and above, so I know. Oh, look, okay, well, we would ramble about this forever, but we will um, try not to bore you too much. But, look, I know that we have a little, is it a little question link now? Yes, a little question box. Yes, something along those lines Very in the fancy. podcast Thanks, now. Charlie. So, please, if you have any questions, shoot them through. Um, we'll do our best to answer them. Again, this is a lot of, I guess, opinion and just based on our experience, so it's going to, you know, alter, especially north and south of the river yeah. different areas. Yep. Be aware, obviously, this is around our core area. Um, but if you do have any questions, we'll do a through. whole episode on answering the question box. If we get enough questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope that we do. Guys, ask questions, please. It'll be great. It'll give us something to go through, something new for us to learn, yeah. you know. Challenge us if you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode on the Alliance Experience. Don't forget to follow us on Insta, alliance.leasing.